What's up, Rise Tribe? I am kicking off a four-week series called Narc Talk, where we are going to get better acquainted with narcissistic personality disorder. Because when you know better, you do better. And so for those of you who are joining me for the first time, welcome. I know I sound a little raspy, a little nasally. I'm getting over a head cold and yes, it does <laughs> it does affect my throat. I have a sore throat that I am trying to nurse back to health. So bear with me. But I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider, bringing you everyday wellness tips and mental health education. I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast so that you receive alerts every Monday at 7 a.m. when I upload a new episode. If you like what you hear, and I think you will, please leave me a glowing review and share this podcast out with your friends and family. By doing so, you help us get our message out to as many people as possible, and that's why I'm doing this. So go ahead and share, share, share. All right, before we get into today's episode, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. All right, so today's episode is entitled Narc Talk, Where Did It Start? Now, believe it or not, our parents have a lot to do with whether or not we become a narcissist. Our personality is developed, you know, before the age of seven years old. So your environment plays a huge role in the development of narcissistic personality disorder. NPD, which is also narcissistic personality disorder, is developed as a adaptation to a parenting style that does not meet the emotional needs of the child. So said a different way is some family environments promote the adaptation of narcissistic personality disorder as a way of being able to survive that family dynamic. So most children want to receive praise and acceptance from their parents and in some cases the home environment will use that love and that need for acceptance as a commodity. And we'll get into that a little bit later in our um, episode. But in those types of environment, that is how narcissistic personality is developed because you feel like you have to earn or compete for love, attention, and acceptance from your parents. And there's a lot of manipulation. So children learn in order to survive their environment, they have to figure out how to play the game and how to win at the game. So there are certain key elements within a family dynamic that will promote the adaptation of narcissistic personality disorder. And that's where we're going to go into it because this is really the crux of how narcissistic 
individuals are formed. So when you know better, you do better. When you understand this, you can be more selective about what type of individuals you share your energy with. All right, so let's get into it. Children who grow up with parents who use love as a commodity will often learn how to manipulate people's emotions. All right, so in a family dynamic, this is what it looks like, right? Love is conditional. Parents will parent with love being conditional. And what do I mean by that? Well, the parents will give acceptance, praise, accolades to the child who outperforms the other children, who somehow makes the parent look good in the community. So maybe they're a talented basketball player, soccer player, football star. As long as they're performing, they get love and attention from their parent. When they stop performing, that love is withdrew. So love is conditional. The same can hold true with academics. You know, as long as they're the top student or, you know, the honorable student involved in all the academic programs and are just really at the top of their game with school, then they will receive that parent's love. Now, let's say they come home with all A's, right? Because love is conditional, it's the parent will often say, well, did anyone else get an A plus? Making the child feel as if they're not good enough. So they're always striving to do better, always feeling like whatever they do is not good enough because the love is conditional. It's unstable and they have to constantly earn their parents' love and attention. So that's one family dynamic. That's one key element. Love is conditional. The next type of parenting dynamic that promotes narcissistic personality disorder is being parented by a parent figure caregiver that devalues the child. You know, this parent might be easily angered, oftentimes moody, has really unrealistic high expectations of the child. They constantly insult the child, belittle the child, and they may even pit or place the other siblings against each other within competition. So in this dynamic, the child feels that they're unworthy. There's a lot of shame. There's a lot of guilt. And they're constantly trying to win over the parent's love and affection. They're really feeling that nothing that they do is good enough. And it's pretty unstable because the parent is easily angered, irritable, moody, but holds the child up to these high expectations. So there's some internal shame that happens and the child may grow up feeling that they're not as good as everyone else. They're not as smart as the other siblings. They're not as athletic as the other siblings, that there's something inherently wrong with them. Children who grow up in households like this, they feel angry, humiliated, and inadequate. Children tend to have one or three responses to this type of parenting environment. The first response is the defeated child. 
And that is the child that accepts defeat, accepts the message that they are unworthy, inadequate. And a lot of times is that internal dialogue turns into self-hating, shame-based depression. It may lead to alcohol and drug use or some type of addiction later on. The second type of response a child has is the rebellious child, right? These children overtly reject their parents' message that they are losers. Instead, they spend their time trying to prove to themselves and the world that their parents were wrong, right? So they pursue excessively achievements and becomes their lifelong mission to prove that other parent wrong. But underneath it all, is that harsh inner voice criticizing their every mistake because this is the environment that they grew up in. So those words of their parents devaluing them kind of lives rent-free in their head and creates a whole host of insecurities. So even on the outside, even though they're achieving and doing well, they still never really fully feel adequate inside. Then the third response is the angry child. These children grow up furious at the devaluing parent. Anyone who reminds them of their parent in any way becomes the target of that anger. And that can also lead to toxic or malignant narcissism within themselves. You know, it's not enough for them to achieve, but they have to destroy individuals as well, you know, just because that individual represents an archetype of the devaluing parent. So they're using individuals and their world to uh, deal with the parent that they had issues with. So sometimes you see this in romantic relationships where the partner is trying to resolve issues where they find mates that are very similar to a parent they had issues with and they try to resolve that issue with their mate and you see a lot of conflict there. So those are some responses to having a parent who is constantly very critical and devaluing of the child. That environment can breed very different types of narcissistic personality disorders. Okay, so next up, and the key elements that promote narcissistic personality disorder as it relates to parenting style is the parents who idolize their children. Now, in this type of home environment, these parents may be uncomfortable being in the spotlight themselves, but they love to brag about how gifted and talented their child is to excess. You know, because everyone has a proud parent moment, right? But this type of excessive idealization of a child as flawless, as special can lead to the child having a narcissistic adaptation within themselves. Because now this child is, you know, made to seem like they're special, whatever the gift is that they have is special and they're better than other children. And They have a talent that makes them special. The moment that they identify a flaw, they start to feel inherent shame because 
they have been praised and idolized for being so special that when they realize that they may have a flaw or that they make a mistake or that they're not performing, that's a really difficult balancing act for those children because they feel unworthy. They only feel worthy when they are performing, when they are doing whatever their talent is, when they are expressing their gifts, when they're getting praise. But on the downturns, when let's say they don't win the track meet or they score less on the test than expected, they feel an inherent shame because they have been idolized to be in the higher echelons of whatever their skill set is. So it puts a lot of pressure on those children to perform and they only feel that they receive their parents' love and attention when they do perform at that high level. The moment that the parent is unhappy with their performance, again, because love is conditional in narcissistic families, that love and adoration will be removed. Okay, so the last type of dynamic that I want to talk about as it relates to family environments that promote narcissistic adaptation for the children. So children are more than likely being taught how to be narcissist, how to survive their family dynamics with this type of personality is the type of dynamic where there is a narcissistic parent who rewards their children because their children provide them with praise and attention. As long as the children admire them and stay subservient to the parent. So what do I mean by that? Well, these children are taught that there is a hierarchy, that as long as you make me, this is what the parent is saying, as long as you make me the center of your universe, that you provide me with narcissistic supply, adoration, love, attention, make me the center of your universe, child. As long as you do that and you don't try to supersede or outdo me, then I will in turn tell you, oh, you're such a loving child. You're such a great child. I'm so happy to have you. I'm going to give you the love and praise that you want. Again, these children are reared in the family dynamic to where their role is to provide emotional support, praise for their narcissistic parent without ever trying to equal or surpass that parent's achievements. And so the common thread or theme that I hope that you're able to see in these types of dynamics, different scenarios, different outcomes. But the theme is that in a narcissistic family home environment, the children are not seen as their own individual selves. They are seen as extensions of the narcissistic parent. And those boundaries, the fact that those boundaries are enmeshed and are unclear doesn't allow the child for autonomy to think 
for themselves to exercise any independence, but they're really just an extension of the narcissistic parent. So once you know what to look for, it's easy to see how certain childhood environments support narcissistic adaptation by the children. In some homes, becoming a narcissist is the only sane solution to survive that environment. So in conclusion, parenting styles have a lot to do with whether or not a child will grow up to be a narcissist. This information is helpful when you're looking to select a long-term partner. You know, identifying the family of origin, knowing how that impacts your partner's personality, or if it's you, how it impacts your personality and values. Now, many of us, all of us, our very first teachers of the world is our family of origin. And our family of origin impacts our personality and values. You know, this isn't unique to narcissistic personality disorder. However, it is the fact that the values that are programmed to individuals who grew up in this type of environment. These values are destructive to having a healthy relationship, one with themselves and also with others. You know, so it's very important to understand the interplay and the dynamics. You know, this episode is about education. If you think you may be dealing with a narcissist, Connecting with your local mental health professional can be a great support to you and can help you even develop more education into this very robust type of personality. I just covered surface level to give you an idea as to how the family of origin can impact narcissist, but really having a mental health professional is going to be a really good support. All right, so until next time, everyone, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.